Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. the messenger was an important role in any kingdom. The messenger's job was to represent the will of the king and was often sent to other kingdoms to bear whatever words the king wished to convey. Messengers were treated with respect, even if they were speaking to an enemy, because they represented the words of the king and the words of the king were always to be respected, even if they were difficult ones. In today's verses from Revelation chapter 14 verses 6 through 12, we see three royal messages come from three heavenly messengers. Scripture says, Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. In these verses, three angels come to release three messages to the earth. These might be literal angels who come down from heaven and are seen by the whole earth. They might also symbolize simply three great messages that will come before Jesus returns, as the word angel in Greek simply means messenger. The first angel comes with the eternal gospel message to call people of all nations, tribes, and languages back to their creator. This is the very nature of the gospel. It is the call to return to God. The way has been opened to be restored back to right relationship with him, and everyone on earth is invited to take that path. The second angel comes with a prophetic declaration of Babylon's destruction. For the original audience of this letter, Babylon would almost certainly have sounded an awful lot like Rome. Both were evil worldly empires that had sacked Jerusalem and killed and persecuted God's people. Both were huge worldly empires that had lured the whole world into sin and into idolatry. Futurists would say that Babylon symbolizes one world government that will arise and oppress the church in the end times, but it also might just symbolize the world in general, anything of the world, the worldly system that has not submitted to Jesus, that comes against the people of God and entices us to sin and pull us away from the Lord. The third angel comes with a chilling warning for those who worship and follow the beast, with the promise of hellfire for those who do so. This message seems to contain a note of hope even in the warning, the warning that comes to turn people away from the beast, to encourage us to not worship and follow the beast. 
The passage ends with a familiar refrain for God's people to patiently endure. We have heard this over and over throughout Revelation. Keep his commands in spite of adversity. Remain faithful to Jesus. The book of Revelation comes to strengthen us for whatever trial we might face in whatever age we might live in. Keep on going. Pursue Jesus is the message. Today, take some time to meditate on these three messages from today's verses. The eternal gospel, the warning of Babylon's coming destruction, and the warning against following the beast, which we have already discussed. How do these three messages fit together? How does the gospel stand against the other two warnings? And what does that mean for us as we follow after Jesus today? Mm -hmm.